0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Alexa Rose show. My name is Alexa Rose Carlin. I am your host and I am so excited about today's episode. I have an incredible guest. I've been looking forward to speaking to her about her journey, about what her mission is and all the the difference and the impact that she is making um, across the world. And so I'm really excited to introduce you To her. But before we jump into that, just want to mention about this podcast. This is the Alexa Rose show you're listening to. We're focused on empowering women, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, creatives, influencers, authors to go after your wildest, biggest dreams to turn your ideas into reality and really create that impact that you hope to make in the world. All about using your voice, using your authentic energy, and to really help you develop into the thought leader to create that impact in your own industry. So with that being said, we have always amazing guests, and today is no different. Uh, before I introduce you to Anna, who is our special guest, we're going to put on the intro video or intro audio, and, uh, and then we'll get started. individual taking massive amounts of action to pursue what they love. And today that is what we're focusing on. We're focusing on your growth and your success. All right well welcome I'm super pumped. today's guest is Anna Nayakana is an award-winning and best-selling author, speaker, producer, singer, songwriter, and business owner of Naya Zuri Books and Naya Zuri Studios. Anna has been featured on many media outlets to spread the Naya Zuri message of diversity, empowerment, including SiriusXM, Fox, Fox Soul, Pop Fusion TV, NBC, ABC, and many others. And I'm really, really excited to talk about her journey because it's so unique and different. And uh, I just think we could learn a lot from her journey as well as feel inspired. So welcome, Anna, Thank you for taking the time.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Alexa. What an amazing and honorable introduction. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, come on now. You
0: do- definitely deserve it because, I mean, just reading your bio, I felt so inspired. So I'm really looking to- forward to diving into this conversation. And I want to just start by asking you, why did you start writing the Nia Zuri series
1: of books? I started the Nia Zuri series to really be the solution to the trauma and the setbacks and adversity that I recalled from my own personal childhood, the environment that I grew up in in Stanford, Connecticut, it wasn't as glorious and gentrified as it is now. I grew up in the housing projects after immigrating to the United States with my family from Berlin, Germany, my father's from Uganda, and yet culture wasn't celebrated in the U.S., at least in the 90s when I was growing up. And I had this constant battle of having to prove who it is that I am and having to fight for resources that actually should have been awarded to me in the first place
0: mm. Wow so when you were were you know back at this age and back when you started to see these challenges or this uh, need for a change how did you feel like did you just know that you were meant to do something about it how did you even gain the courage to act
1: I always knew I had a higher calling in my life. I am a very spiritual being and the things that my family and I have been through, the circumstances that we have gone through, not the Western circumstances, not to downplay what has occurred here in this country, yet communism, dictatorship, true suffering, injustice, that is really in my roots. It's in my ancestry. My parents are both revolutionaries and they are from two different worlds and God really blessed me to be this... Melting pot, I sort of called myself like the United Nations because I can relate to all people. so I had this awareness that as, as a young child, and even through my adolescence, I was traveling the world, doing humanitarian work, and I saw this grave need in my face. You know, I actually was in Nairobi, Kenya when I was about fifteen, sixteen years old, and I was volunteering at a shelter and at an adoption um, agency and I made some incredible friends. I made some incredible friends. Kenyans are such a beautiful, high-spirited people, regardless of the suffering and things that they were meeting. And this village, should I say, this community was all for children that were both HIV positive or had AIDS. And I made some incredible friends over my journey of two or three weeks there, servicing them, assisting them, playing with them, singing with them, You know, playing football, which is soccer for all my Americans, uh, playing football and just really being myself, being someone who even at a young age, 15, 16, knew that I was going to change the world. and was just trying to figure out how, what outlet, what pathway. And I made these amazing relationships with a few friends. And by the time it was to leave and return back to the States, they all actually passed away. And I remember sitting with them in these circles. We would sing at night. I brought my guitar with me. Shout out to Dean. She's been with me since I was 15. And I was just playing by the fireside with them, singing all sorts of songs, you know, cultural songs, harmonizing the way that most Africans do. And we were all talking about our dreams. We were all talking about our aspirations, what we were planning to do, what we were going to do, what we wanted to do to really bring impact, love, peace, and healing to the world. And everyone was so committed, especially these three friends that I had made. So the fact that they had passed away the day that I was supposed to get on a plane and come back to the U.S., I remember going to their burial grounds and just making like an internal vow, in a way, and just letting them know that I was going to continue that work. I was going to live for them. We were all actually the same age. We were all born in 86. And their life at that time, in this lifetime, had gone on. So I carried that torch with me. It's moments like that that have never left me.
0: Wow! No, that's so powerful, and that kind of a uh, promise to yourself and to them. Would you say that's really, like you said, stuck with you throughout this journey? So, what you know, when the going gets tough, because obviously it does, when you're turning any big idea into reality, especially when it's about changing the world and making mm-hmm. an impact, right? Like. How, how do you call on that? Like, What would be your advice for maybe someone else that has gone through some challenges to use that as fuel mm-hmm. to move forward?
1: You have to literally do what you just said. You have to transmute that pain, that suffering, that challenge, that thing that could otherwise hold you in a setback. You have to release yourself and you have to take that energy that's so low vibrational and put that in the pit of your stomach. Literally like right in the pit of your stomach in that chakra point and use that as fuel. Understand how to source yourself. You know, a lot of people, they, they come into my presence and they see this light on me and I'm so grateful that they see that and they can encounter it and take it for what they need for their spirits, especially if they're having a low day and they just need to, you know, raise their own vibration. Yet, when you look at the sun, it's so vibrant. It's so brilliant, right? We need it for life. It, it grows our food. It, it gives us the vitamin D. It gives us life, It's a source, the source of life. Yet a lot of people forget that this brilliant star in the sky that's giving a source of life is actually a fire-burning ball in the galaxy. And you have to remember how to tap into that fire to source your brilliancy.
0: I love that. I always say, you know, people look so, so many times people look for that light outside of themselves when it really is internally. Like Mm. that light lives within you, but it's your job to unleash it. And I feel like so many times we let society, we let our challenges, we let our obstacles Mm. block it, block us, right? From that light. And it's so beautiful that you found the courage to share your light with yourself and with others in the world um, through your work and through your words. And I could just feel your energy, which is so powerful. (laughs) Um, It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And and so when you started on this journey towards creating this change uh, through your Naya Z- Zuri books and the series, like, was there any time when you doubted yourself? And And if so, how did you move through that?
1: I didn't quite doubt myself. I was searching for the means and the resources to carry out what I knew was my destiny. And I, unfortunately started looking at that as a setback, the need to have to have the connection, the need to have the resource, the need to know the who's who to get Mm -hmm. in the room. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I worked through that. And I said, I'm going to validate myself. I'm going to claim that space, that space on the other side of that door. That door doesn't exist. It's invisible. I am walking through that door frame as on an icon as a chieftest. As a commander-in-chief of a nation, I have such a big vision that could only come from a higher source. So once I got through that, once I recognized what was holding me back— I had to get real with myself, Alexa. I had to really get real with myself. I was blaming other people in my life personally. I was blaming circumstance. I'm also a mompreneur. I had the blessing of having two beautiful young sons that I'm guiding and molding and uplifting in this world and really growing them in the light beams that they are so they don't lose themselves, right, as they start to encounter things, really building them up strong and rooting them, rooting them in that in that fire in themselves the knowledge of self and also understanding what that brilliancy is in the responsibility of not keeping that to themselves, but truly sharing it with others. So once I got through that and got real with myself and I realized I was holding myself back by thinking I needed to have ABC in order, in order to get to a through Z. Well, that's when everything launched for me.
0: Mm, I love that. I people, so many times I hear that excuse where they're like waiting for something, but, but one of my biggest things that I advocate is that you must not wait for your life to change. You must change your own life. Mm. Right. And and you basically just said that, right. You are the answer. You don't need anyone else to show you the way. So Mm -hmm. once you discovered that and that power within yourself and realizing like I could do it without anyone saying, Hey, yeah, you could do it. Let me open the door for you. And you just basically created your own door. Mm -hmm. What, what was, what were those steps? Like, what did that journey look like?
1: Ooh, a lot of inner work, girl, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of inner work. And I've always been one to go within I'm a Libra. I have this duality Yeah, I need a balance. And once I realized that I had these pain bodies and I had these burdens that I've been holding since my childhood and even deeper, even the ones I inherited from my parents, they're incredible, incredible examples of strength and of resiliency and of surviving. Yet I realized that I had inherited that mode of surviving, of keeping safe, of needing the help of others. So I had to go within. I had to do a lot of inner work. I had to rely on the resources that I was aware of and then seek the ones that I knew that I needed, such as thought-provoking leaders of like Eckhart Tolle and Bob Proctor. May his soul rest in peace and may he find his way back if he cho- so chooses to. And that's how I learned how to shift my paradigm. That's how I learned how to unburden myself and truly set myself free.
0: Wow! So, so as you were going within, and, and I'm a huge fan of Eckhart Tolle and, and Bob Proctor and spirituality, yes. and, and Joe and, Dispenza. You know, I mean, I could right? keep
1: name dropping names. Yeah. Yep. The Secret. I'll, the Secret really busted it open for me. You know.
0: Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. The first time I watched The Secret, my my mm. random roommate, freshman year of college, yeah, introduced it to me, and it was like. Oh, man, let uh, me manifest this parking spot right now. Right?
1: Yo, the parking spot The, the parking spot meditation works. It really does. It does. does. It really yeah, does. I found, I found with the secret that it was high level and I needed to go deeper. Mm-hmm. I needed to go deeper. Yet you have to, you know, you start at one level. I always say there's levels to this. It took me almost 15 years. I started about 2021 when I first entered the music industry and then had to shift that because it wasn't what I thought. So about 2021, I really started this journey of enlightenment and inner work and healing myself while still taking on additional pains and traumas that I was going through because I wasn't quite complete with that journey and that part of my life just yet. However, once I got there, the unleashing, the power that I didn't realize I had within, the source that I realized that I come from, that we all come from, that we can gain our true identity from, that was the beginning and it's continuing. There is no limitation. There is no glass ceiling. There's no cap to the abundancy of resources. There's no cap to the level of elevation and transformation that I can get through. I, get through, I go through transformation every day because I, ch- I challenge myself to be authentic and to really be real with myself, to truly be a woman of integrity. So this whole conversation, we've been on for, what, about 10 minutes? I'm, I'm already going through transformation right now, really just being honest and open and choosing to be transparent and forthcoming that way you can inspire anyone who taps in as well as yourself and myself simultaneously. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: No, that's why I love doing. Like having guests like you on. I mean, it's I learn so much. I mm-hmm. continuously grow. I mean, I discovered more of like deep spiritual work back in 2009 – and then, you know, every chance and that I had to start learning more, I, I dove into it and I kind of followed my intuition and mm. it never ends. Right. And, and that's the right. beautiful thing. But you
1: have to allow yourself to continue to grow. You said that you said the key word, Alexa, you have to allow yourself, give yourself the permission to win, yes. give yourself the permission to evolve into a higher being. Do you know that your life can truly be thriving? Do you know that it can be filled with love and joy and happiness? It's a choice to stay in a low vibration, to stay in a state of suffering. You have the power to truly change your state of being. Yet you have to change your state of mind and that's connected to your spirit. You gotta get you gotta get back to yourself against all the distractions and against those pains and those shadows and the things that ultimately burden us. You gotta go there and really be committed to being a lifelong student and knowing that you deserve the chance to become and reach your highest potential. So
0: if someone is on this journey of, of trying to find self, what would be the tactical, logical or actionable step that they can take as that first dive into rediscovering who they are?
1: I would say, the two, I would say the two D's disconnect and detach mm. disconnect from the things that are keeping you distracted, whether it's social media and the scrolling, whether it's constant emails, whether it's your job, even your children, like listen to all the parents, especially women. I feel like we, we put, we tend to put ourselves last because we're so nurturing, right? We contain all emotion. That's why we can be so emotional. Yet that was the blessing we were given because we can birth both men and and women. So because of that, because the fact that we create the offspring and birth that we contain all emotions to then carry on to our children. Yet you can't keep yourself there. Disconnect from the things. Take, give yourself that time. Take some vacation time. Go take a trip by yourself. Go take yourself out for a date, right? Like go walk with yourself and then detach. Detach from the things that are obligation. Detach from the things that are stressing you. Detach really from the outer world and go to your inner world.
0: So now I'm going to throw it back at you. Uh, what did you have to detach from?
1: Ooh, we're trying to get into the nuts and bolts. <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let me see how I can convey this while also protecting the integrity of, of identities and, and pers- uh, personal family members and friends. Um, I had to really detach from my own pain of my past within, my, within myself of my childhood. People may not see it when they look at me, they just, once again, they'll see, they'll see the light and it's, it's bright and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that, um, it shines so brightly in me the way it does. And I think a lot of people don't realize that the brightest lights are usually birthed in the deepest, the deepest darkness. I believe that. Yeah. hundred percent. You have to really, it's a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the more light that you vibrate, it's usually because you've seen and you've gone through the complete opposite, which is the darkest of dark. So I had to really detach from the traumas of my childhood and from the things that I inherited from my family and from my culture and from my culture's history as a people and go within myself through meditation, through doing that inner work, through reading, from really making a commitment to being that lifelong student, a student to understand what my existence is even here for what is my story, right? I, I'm a writer. I am a creative. I am a musician. I'm, I'm, I am the highest expression. I always say that music is my first love, and I actually became fluent in English after I became fluent in music, music theory to be specific. It really gave me my voice. And it was a great way for me to transmute a lot of pain at an early age, starting from three and then six and then fifteen, twenty-one, 21. And even now at 35, you have to find what are the things that are uniquely coded to you where you can express yourself, where you can emote and then you can emit the frequency that you truly choose. Yet you got to choose that for yourself.
0: Mm, I love that. So... You know, there's a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs and uh, creatives and and aspiring authors that listen to this. So as an author and a CEO, an entrepreneur yourself, what would be your biggest advice for a woman that's looking to really take her ideas to the next level?
1: Ooh, walk in your divinity, ladies. Walk in your divinity. You have to understand that you are a goddess. When I say that, it's it's not a coin phrase. And there are levels to th- that goddess, right? You have to understand how that you are entitled. You have the right to build your empire as an empress. You have a, a right to understand your regalness as a queen, right? There are levels to this. So walk in your divinity. Know that you are a creatress. Know that everything that you say, you should do. Everything you think, you should be. Give yourself that permission to win. Walk in that divinity, walk into that room that you want to be in, walk into that space and claim it, walk in there like a tsunami, right? Like really like with a, with lightning and thunder and understand that you have the power to quake this earth. Claim that, claim that and be that, be that highest representation for yourself. You're the only one that is holding yourself back from claiming it. Oh, love that. So
0: good. So inspiring. Uh, (laughs) So you know, just jumping into more of your journey as a writer and uh, you know, a best-selling author. While you were starting to write this book, uh, how you know what was that process like for especially for people that are either have a book looking to get it published, looking to self-publish. Like, how did you go from idea? To then creating a book that's in multiple school districts, won multiple awards, and and really launched you on this mission to change the narrative for, for children.
1: Really having that no days off mentality. Instead of attaching, connecting to my purpose. And I say God is my purpose. Nothing is going to come before my purpose. Not a thing and not a person. You cannot get in between me and God. Mean God, mean Source, mean the universe, me and myself. A lot of people get God confused with religion. God is the understanding that we come from a source, and we can all tap into that source. So once I clung onto my purpose, I created Niazuri. Niazuri means beautiful purpose in Swahili. I'm very intentional with everything that I say and everything that I do. And when I'm not, I keep myself accountable. And if I can't keep myself accountable, those that I choose to have around me in my circle and in my inner circle will hold me accountable because that's what you're supposed to do. It's a, it's a checks and balances that you got to understand that individuals can all you also weigh you down, right? You have to understand that you can also take on the energy of everyone around you. And if you're not there for yourself, like strongly rooted in yourself, then you can end up wavering because someone else is having a bad day and they want to go off about their boss or complain about their children or, or lament about their financial burdens or cry to you about their, their physical mental or emotional suffering and pain. And from there, once I declared what my purpose was, it started flowing through me. It didn't matter about the obstacle. Didn't matter about the challenges. I saw the obstacles as opportunities. I saw the challenges as chances. You know, I was commuting. I was actually working in corporate America While I was creating Niazuri, while I was claiming and then claimed my purpose, and I had a commute, I was living in one major city and commuting to another major city. Best believe I made use of that time on that train. Best believe I made time in that car ride through audio notes and on that train, clickety clacking away while everybody else is sleeping because it's five fifty-six, and you got to transfer two trains. I made use of my time, got my manuscript completed. Submitted to so many publishers with the highest hopes because I knew that my purpose was me. I knew that I reflected in my purpose so I knew it was valid. Because anything you choose is valid once you declare it, right? And I got quite the opposite response. Haha. <laughs> They're like, oh, I think these books are a little too radical. Oh, I think we shouldn't be highlighting Africa so much and empowering black and brown children and all children to know themselves and understand the, the child and the, the person in their neighborhood next to them. I, you know, let, let your curly hair character, I think we kind of need to lighten her a few shades. Let's, let's maybe do something different with her hair. What's with these wild curls? And I'm like, well, that's me. She's literally the younger version of me. And if you don't want to partner and assist me with my purpose, I'm going to do it on my own. There's no one else that's going to go harder for you than you. So I didn't, once again, technically have the resources once I realized who the source is. And once I tapped into that, I just created this no days off. And when I say no days off, that doesn't mean you literally work until you pass out. It means that you work in purpose. Everything is purpose. Taking time for self is purpose. Going and spending time with friends and family is purpose, with a loved one, a partner Everything is purposeful. Going to the movies, reading your favorite publication, your books, listening to music. Just make sure that you're not doing it aimlessly. You have to have an aim. And if you have an aim, that everything you shoot will stick.
0: Oh, so good. I, I want to just reiterate how you've said multiple times with intention and purpose. And I think it's so powerful when I meet people that live with intention and you are one of those people and Mm -hmm. you just have such right of a fuller life. You, you, everything you do really, because you're doing it with intention,
1: Mm. you
0: don't have any doubt that it's the wrong thing.
1: Mm, Absolutely. You're so spot on.
0: And so, so so anyone that's listening to this, you know, think about that. What are you doing with intention? And when you're when you're doing something, are you doing it with that purpose and that aim? And then also, you mentioned having people around you that keep you accountable for that. Mm,
1: absolutely. Accountability,
0: right? So important. So, with that being said, I want to ask you what your intention is or ha- for was, I guess, for launching your current. Niazuri NFT launch.
1: Ha. Yeah, you know I was going to pivot into that, right? <laughs> All right, let's pivot. Let's pivot. I love to, I love to talk about it. So, Niazuri NFT, opening the Niazuri tribe at the time, which was evolving into the Niazuri nation intentionally, right? They've been claiming that and now we are here, we're sweeping the country, the movement is growing worldwide now, to really launch them into their own stratosphere, literally putting them next to the source, putting them into the source, the the reverse. So with the NFT, it was to really open the understanding to our culture and to the communities that I am so closely connected to that you should claim the resources and the wealth that's actually owed to you. You know, I had to make a very dramatic and very bold, actually, let me say that because drama is very low vibrational. I had to make a very bold and powerful statement when I launched the Nisery NFT. I had to let my people know reparations are never coming. Don't hold yourself back and think that you're going to get a handout. Don't stay intentionally in in a financial burden. Tap into the wealth that's owed to you. You know, we would literally bankrupt this world if they ever paid out reparations, either in America or abroad. Mm. That's the reality of it. They cannot afford us. They'll just, conti- they'll just continue to get into debt. So digital currency is the new wave. It's a new wave and it's something that is now being regulated and really being put under a microscope because of so many individuals that went from thousandaires to millionaires and multimillionaires by simply empowering themselves, by getting ahead, by utilizing information and then getting information, And with that... They were able to truly change their lives, both for themselves, their families, and their communities. And that's what it's all about. There should be no reason why we just continue to use the same financial literacy that's been taught for 100 years, 50 years, trusting the banks, trusting the textbooks. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to wake up. Y'all got to wake up and understand the abundancy that's out there and what's coming. Everything's evolving, right? We went from taxi, car drivers, to Uber and Lyft, and this is not a plug for them, Right? So you have to understand that things change. And with those changes, you have to see what's coming ahead and seeing how it's going to empower you as an individual. Right. You go from the stock market and people not feeling too comfortable with stocks, although it's a risk. And then getting comfortable with stocks and then kind of realizing, "Mm, I think these are just large corporations kind of doing attaboys with each other and, and manipulating the market to serve whatever they need for their quarter. How does it empower the individual? NFTs, crypto digital currency empowers the individual because it's a worldwide market. It's not a U.S.-based market. It's constantly running 24-7. All right? You're making money in your sleep, baby. And that's what it's about. So I really wanted to bring an awareness to my people, to my communities, to tap into this, to gain knowledge, to put themselves in an uncomfortable position by speaking to their partners, their spouses, their family members about what this is, how they can assess the risks, however, how it's more comparable to the stock market, it's something that can actually have a more direct and quickly impact their lives, or they don't have to slave away. They don't have to plug into the matrix and do this rat race every day and commute and drive and you know put everything away in a nest egg of, oh, hopefully one day I can retire and truly live the life of ease and explore the world and do all the things that I didn't have a chance to do. What, when you're 60, 65, 70, 75? What? What even is the retirement age anymore? They keep upping it and upping it. Aren't you supposed to live your best life now? Aren't you supposed to do that now in your youth, in your prime, where you can further develop yourself and your ideas and your creativity and claim that space and create and develop that life that's owed to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So don't don't waste away. Don't think you have to work so hard and pay your bills and die, or hope that you retire and that you haven't gained any illnesses or diseases in your body because it comes from a disease of stress, of eating poorly because there's no time. You have to grab fast food because you don't have time to even make a healthy dish for yourself to take to work in the first place.
0: Wow. Yeah. I. I mean, what I. I mean, there's so much that I resonate with uh, on what you said, and the main thing I want to mention is I. There's so many things that could be better, right? And so many different challenges and obstacles and negative things in the world. And so often we hear people complain or fight against it, but Mm. I'm very much, and I I feel like this will resonate with you based on what you just mentioned, that I focus on the positive. So Mm. to make that change, I focus on, okay, yes, this is the problem at hand but what can we do about it and and i and that's what i really resonated with what you just said because as mentioned there's all the, i mean they can't even afford you you know that that's that line and and all the challenges and and all the things that people are focused on but there's not there's only so much that can be done when you focus on what is wrong
1: mm. versus
0: right what you just mentioned like Here's what I can do. Let's get into cryptocurrency. Let me educate uh, people about the opportunities. Yes. And and so I, I love that. And I want to I want to ask just for anyone listening and for myself too, how can someone get a Zuri NFT?
1: You can actually go to the OpenSea platform. You can go to the OpenSea platform. Go to my website www.anani.com. There's a link there. Anyone on my Instagram, at Niazuri, you can click on the link tree right in my bio and click on the button. Simple as that. I'm not hiding it. I'm not tucking it. I only minted five to celebrate the five-year celebration of Niazuri books from the train to the executive suites, baby. Okay? This wasn't something to be like some gimmick or some get-rich scheme. I only minted five. There'll be more one day as I'm inspired to create other collections. This is just to get the ball rolling and to get everyone excited, to finally get excited about the wealth that they can create for themselves. Mm. That's amazing.
0: So I want to ask about the adventures with Niazuri that you cr- you're creating, that cartoon <laughs> series. Yes. Um, you, you mentioned it's, being, it's in production. It's being pitched to networks. Can you tell us yes. more about this?
1: Well, it is an amazing adventure and exploration that is based on the Niazari series, Niazari and the Pharaoh's Throne, Niazari and the Mind Eclipse, and all the pending books that that are ahead uh, for me to fulfill. And it's really taking the understanding of taking literacy in the books to the digital screen. You know, our kids have screens in their hands all the time. They're actually given screens in their school now as well it's like okay was the teacher teaching them or is the screen teaching them i don't i don't quite know yet let's make sure that we're putting something there of integrity something that they can watch and tap into that educates them that excites them about their own history about history from around the world that shows representation characters that look like them and sound like them and where they can gain a knowledge of literacy there are so many nuances that actually set the cartoon apart One of which is the fact that it's both 3D and 2D composite. So it's going to be very special to the eye. Your brain is going to be like searching for things. Educationally, I have words, vocabulary words, like hidden in the environment of the series, so that way older kids and younger kids can all watch it. Watch it with your parents and meemaw and everybody that you have, because you'll be exploring and trying to find the words as you're also watching the adventures. And then there'll be a great recap at the end, where I kind of pop up, like uh, Mr. Rogers. Remember Mr. Rogers?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> right, beautiful day
1: in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he's taking off his shoes and really inviting you into his home, inviting you into this world. So that is the cartoon series that I'm pitching. And in the meantime, I said, well, I can't wait until a network really resonates with me because they all want to buy the idea and I'm not selling it (laughs) point blank period. This is a partnership, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to stay on as executive producer. This is in partnership with Naya Studios. So until then, how do I get this excitement? How do I get this messaging? How do I get these images and this representation to the people? Well, I'm going to take my original idea and I'm going to dare to dream bigger. And it scared me. And every time I get uncomfortable, I know I'm stepping into a space of growth. And I now am creating the world of Nyazuri, which is the animated short film accompanied by the original soundtrack that I'm also producing and executive producing. So I'm back in the music game. And it's not a game for me because I I play chess. So the queen's (laughs) on the board for sure. I'm really feeling the sounds of this animated short film. With world music, everything is composed and arranged by me. Everything is written by me. And the words and everything that I'm singing is very high vibrational. They're all affirmations. They're all to subconsciously and consciously kind of rewrite that code in our brains that hold us in a low vibration. Even the frequency, I feel like inputted frequencies in there to really raise your vibration. So you can even play it at a low volume and you will feel better. Your body will feel better but if your spirit doesn't feel it first. And if your spirit doesn't feel it first, your mind will feel better from what I'm saying. So I'm kind of going after every chakra point intentionally to make sure I'm raising it. So I'm really excited about what's to come. I'm going to be doing both a soft premiere of the animated short film and the soundtrack this weekend at South by Southwest in Austin so I'm very excited for what it's going to open up for the nation.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you should, that's you. really amazing and and it makes me feel better for someone that doesn't have children yet, but, mm. uh, you know, I'm getting married this year and definitely congratulations. thank you looking, you know, to have a family in the near future. And it's amazing to see someone that is really focused on positive education for our younger generation. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you that, that I felt that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you did because I, I mean it, I mean it. And, uh mm. A few more questions. Uh, I have to ask you about this other thing. Like you're just up to so many awesome things. So <laughs> you just I'm announced- I'm taking
1: all pathways. I'm taking all pathways. And if it's not there, I'm creating it.
0: Right. Okay, there you go. Do you see that? You don't wait for the pathway to be created for you or drawn out. You just mm. draw it yourself, Create you it yourself. It. There's no such yeah.
1: thing as trying. Either you do or you don't. Take trying out of your vocabulary. Be very intentional. Say, I am going to do this or I am doing this. Right. There's a difference.
0: Definitely. So you just did this and announced a partnership with NFL for NFL reading kickoff day. Like how the (laughs) heck did that even happen?
1: God. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's paying attention. Someone's been paying attention to the work that I'm doing relentlessly. No days off in, in and out. And shout out to my PR, my publicist, my manager, my sister, Michelle Mackle, who empowers me by never telling me I'm dreaming too big. By never telling me my ideas are crazy or by telling me I'm doing too much. She always listens to everything that I'm doing. And when she sees an opportunity, regardless of how big it may look to someone else, she doesn't have those filters on. She, you know, she doesn't have those glasses on. She goes, Anna, submit, Anna, submit, because she knows I'm going to do it. She knows I'm really here for myself, meaning I'm here for my purpose, meaning I'm here for the youth and our people. So we put in a submission and I was the one of the only non-Atlanta contributors to this incredible event and the NFL. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to partner with them and continue to really carry out such impactful events, both in the classrooms and in the communities across the U.S. So it's just the beginning. We're going to kick off all year. There's no season.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can see that for sure. So that's that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So last question. I always ask this to every guest. Okay. So I'm a big believer that it only takes one, one person, one decision, one action step to possibly change your life forever. What has been that one thing, person, decision, action step for you?
1: I chose myself. Mm -hmm. I chose myself against all the odds, against what my projected projects were telling me that I could amount to. Only a few options, only a few roles, only a few titles if, if they were kind enough. I really chose myself. I gave myself the titles. I gave myself the roles. I gave myself the right to live an abundant life.
0: Amazing. So beautiful. So everyone, definitely connect with Anna. Uh, you can click on her profile here. And her social media handles should be connected there, as well as check out um, all of the work that she's up to. You can follow her on Instagram, Naya under, underscore Zuri. Um, we will also be posting about her over on my Instagram, so you can connect with her there. Anna, are there any other things that you'd like to share with the audience?
1: Just a message to be purposeful. Carry that Naya Zuri mentality, that Naya Zuri way. I'm actually going to be releasing a spiritual light book soon called the Naya Zuri way. And it's to really now give more directly to the youth, my own mentality, what I remembered from my childhood and then what I healed and transmuted to now be the goddess that I am today.
0: Thank you so much for that. Thank you for being so raw, transparent, uplifting. Mm. I could feel your energy.
1: Thank you. You Don't- as well. It, thank takes you so much. it takes two. It takes two to have a connection. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, don't ever let anyone dim your light because the world needs it.
1: Absolutely not. That's actually the second fundamental truth of Nia's Never dim your light. Love
0: it. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Lexa Rose Show. We are live here every Tuesday at five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We bring you inspiring, empowering women entrepreneurs, authors, leaders, thought leaders who are really making a positive impact in the world. So definitely hit that subscribe button. And if you have anyone that you'd like to recommend for me to bring on the show, you could send me a message over on Instagram and we will definitely connect over there. Thank you again, Ana. And uh, I hope everyone has an uplifting, empowering day. Keep on sharing your light.
1: Thank you. Peace.
0: Each individual taking massive amounts of action to pursue what they love. And today, that is what we're focusing on. We're focusing on your growth and your success.